Hello and welcome to Behind the Player podcast brought to you by Survival Challenge. I'm your host, William Hermanot, and today my co-host is Michael Albright. How you doing? I'm great, man. Been binge-watching season one and two of Survival Challenge, so it's been a great day. Unfortunately, I saw cats, but... That was probably the worst part of my day, but it's been great. So <laughs> oh, man. And for our contestant today, we are interviewing none other than Jen. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm great. <laughs> so, Jen, you were actually one of two returning players uh, this year. We had Donna, who actually came in through um, as an alternate player. She was originally going to volunteer um, and then had to be subbed in for somebody. And you were our annual um, donation winner. So that means you got to come back for another season of Redemption. How did it feel to come back for another season? Oh, I was extremely thankful. And um, I felt blessed. Mm. So, obviously, we'd like to to give you some uh, like a more dedicated time to talk about it. But for those who uh, who aren't familiar with season seven, uh, season six, do you want to briefly sum up um, how you got to season seven and your past experience with Survival Challenge? Um, well, do you mean like as far as the donation? Well, no, I just mean like, um, so obviously, normally at this point in the episode is where I ask how you heard a survival challenge. But in this case, it's because you've already competed it before. So, yeah. So I don't want you to go in too in depth. But for those who've, who don't okay. know, just a brief summary of, of how you found out before, what was your experience the year before and how you got re-recruited for this season. Okay. So I'm obsessed with Survivor, obviously. And so I was online and I joined some of the um, Survivor CBS chat groups and things. And so it came up on that. And so that's, that's how I heard about it the first time. Awesome. Is that what yeah. you wanted to know? Okay. <laughs> you can keep going too. <laughs> you can keep going. Oh, okay. Well, so then I, I, I applied and um, I was an alternate actually and I had a Skype call I was I was so nervous during it and I was overly um, enthusiastic because of my nerves <laughs> and they were like probably picked me to do the season six because they thought I would drive people nuts <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so I, I didn't make it through it um, it was it was just a little much for me with the weather and um, I just, I honestly just couldn't handle it and had a lot going on. So then um, I had a chance to come back. And so that's how I got to season seven. And really like it was probably one of the more understandable reasons ever, because as I'm sure just about everyone, both player and crew can, can attest to season six weather was just unbearable and oh it was insane it's like um, michael do you remember being out there and just how crazy was thinking that as we were inside as a crew member just there's people outside in the woods some of them without tarps i can't believe that they're they <laughs> this yeah I, I misread the weather that afternoon and i was thinking oh, i'll be fine we'll take care of what we need to do 
And then I, I came back from Ago camp and I was pissed. They're like, you got to go around the soybean field. And I'm like, I, I'm not an idiot. I've got 2013 vision. It's pouring down rain. I'm cutting across. I won't step on any soybeans. Like I got to get to the hoop house. It's insane out here. I had to like, re, you know, readjust and I was able to get away from it. I can't imagine being out in the, the elements the cast were in. It was crazy. The weather was absolutely wonderful until the minute we all stood out there by that pond, the clouds came rolling in with the cool air and the rain and it never stopped. No, no dry wood, no, nothing. And anybody who has like any kind of, um, I mean, you were just so stiff. You never got warm. Your clothes were never dry. You, I mean, it was really, really hard on my body. Um, I have like, um, fibrous nodule things and so I couldn't even hardly walk and I think the anxiety of it all got to me and I, I really just it was a lot <laughs> Survivor is a game of like many sides and one of those is the mentality part of it and part of that is the surviving aspect of it and it's not like you know you, you decided to leave the game on that first night when we had that bad weather it wasn't until oh no second night so you not only like survived like the worst night we've ever had but then continued to play in the rain for an entire day and it wasn't until the second night of rain that you decided that to rethink everything but and that's like totally understood i can't i cannot believe that no one up until that point because that first night i'm imagining who would want to be out there this is insane you know so the minute i left i regretted it like so bad i regretted the minute i walked to my car i thought i need to turn around but i couldn't and that was that i should have oh oh, that's why i'm on season seven exactly (laughs) so So, yeah go ahead michael with that traumatic or not traumatic experience without intense experience in season six what drew you to come back for season seven and, and, and why did you, you know, fight so hard to get back? Um, part of uh, going out for season six, my grandpa passed away. Um, we're Cherokee and mm-hmm. um, it's it, nature makes uh, me feel close to him. Um, mm-hmm. Some people might not understand that. It's more of a spiritual thing. Um, and so I thought, that doing that experience would make everything be okay and I might feel at peace with it. Um, so that was constantly on my mind out there as well. Um, and so I think I just got overwhelmed. And so when I did go, the, the regret was so intense. Mm-hmm. And I, something that I wanted to prove to myself. So I wanted to, I wanted to do better. I, I wanted to make up for, I've never had, a, I live life um, trying to live it without regret. And honestly, that was the first time I had regret. Okay. And it was awful. Awful feeling. <laughs> Did you prepare differently for season seven, like physically, mentally, psychologically? What did you do differently for season seven that you, you may have not done for season six or that you may have done for season six, but you did it in a different way? I prepared for season six completely different than seven. Season six, I prepared physically. Season mm-hmm. seven, it was all mental. I said, 
I'm gonna mentally get this. I'm not. I'm not backing out. Like no matter what. That's really cool because yeah, it's not just a physical battle; it's a mental battle. So, I think that's a, mm-hmm. the more underrated part of the preparation is just the mental preparation of what you're about to do. Which honestly, like coming back to the game, is a lot easier to do knowing what you're about to face when you're going into that first time. There is no experience that can quite exactly prepare you for what type of mental battles you're going to face playing Survivor. I didn't care if season seven, if it was going to end up being 32 degrees, I was staying. Like, my mentality (laughs) for that game, as you can probably see in the log challenge, I wanted to be there. And and that's another thing. The, The physical part, when you have the mental, you can you can do the physical. This is very true. So, you finally get uh, you get selected um, to go back onto season seven, and you're being brought back to the, the grounds in Macomb, Illinois, and you're being you know um, prepared to go back in the woods. What is your mentality like when it comes to things like your social game? And what things are you looking to accomplish right off the bat? Well, first of all, I just want to say I'm thankful for John. That's, I just want to put that out there. Um, he, he played in season six, and he's amazing. But on top of that, um, I think I was really concerned about people knowing that I played in season six and not knowing that – and making, maybe thinking it was an advantage to come back whenever – in my mind, it, it was not um, an advantage because I, I didn't do anything um, more than I didn't go far. You know, I, I, you know, I didn't do I didn't get to the part where you get to the social aspects and stuff. And so that was the main concern I had. And I won't forget. I'm pretty sure it was um, Brayden. I, I, I can't remember. I think Brandon was the one that said um, I couldn't have a buff. And he said it's, past players cannot have a buff. And so he called me out right then. And I thought, hmm, does he really know? But he didn't. And so I, Christine, I befriended Christine really easily. And so she kind of told me, I think people know you've played before. And I was like, okay, so I need to go announce it to everyone that I played before. Let them know that I did not get far, that I have not been through the experience, so they don't have anything to worry about. Like, I'm not, like, seasoned in the social part. It was literally just the surviving part. (laughs) So, So, if I heard that correctly, you said that Brendan made a joke about it, and then he just happened to be correct? Yes, he did. He really didn't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Then, of course, my paranoia was like, "Oh, everybody knows. They're all talking about it." And then eventually they were. So. <laughs> oh. What a fascinating kid that guy! Wow, it's crazy. I know. I know. I love him to death. <laughs> so, starting at the very beginning of the game, where the game starts, you get handed this map. You know, you're in this group of four in the woods and said, and you hear the volunteers say, time is of the essence. Here's a map. Um, who takes the map? Who's taking charge? And what is your part in this group of four? Um, man, I don't 
recall who took the math. I just knew I wasn't going to because I'm directionally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm directionally challenged. I, I can't even get around the hospital I work at um, without a map, and they, they do have maps there for us. Um, so it, it's pretty bad. Um, I The thing I remember the most is that I thought that we could grab um, more than one item, and and so we we failed at that point because I think we got some um, sawdust or something. It was awful. <laughs> and um, I I remember standing in the woods and looking around, seeing poison ivy, kind of pointing like to people like don't get in that. But my 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 biggest thing was I was looking at Robbie and. I knew he was going to be good. And so I wanted to make good friends with him because I wanted to get him out. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your enemies the closest, as they say. Exactly. So I remember us all sitting around staring at each other. And then I saw Austin and I was like, oh, Austin's amazing. Like I, like he, he, um, you know, helped out. He's volunteered before. So a familiar face, but, it, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it. Or he was his own person. So when you said that the, the directions weren't clear about, you know, you can only grab one thing, does that mean that you were one of the groups that just grabbed uh, a bag of um, sawdust <laughs> and then that was it? <laughs> yes. But I think we found an apple in it later or something. We found That's something That's true. In it, it wasn't later. 100% sawdust, so not a whole and that lot. Was very much appreciated. <laughs> Michael, what's some of the background on that decision making for for leaving the rules? Just a little bit vague so people could trip up in that aspect. Well, we've done that in every season where there's elements where, you know, you got to just stop and think and not over-anticipate things, so... We've done that in different things. One of my great friends grabbed an empty glass bottle in season four. So, I mean, people people do different things. We wouldn't be that horrible just to give you sawdust. I mean, you could use it as a I, – I told my tribe, like, yo, you should use that for your fire when I was, you know, the producer for our section. But there wasn't just sawdust. So there's something – there's always something more. So whatever's on the first level, there's always sub-levels to what we're doing. Yeah. Yes, yes. And and we all had that in mind, I think, because everyone wanted to, you know, dig through that sawdust um, nonchalantly, of course. So after you collected your sawdust, um, did you um, meet with another group of four people or were you the first half and then waited for the other group of four to show up? We were the first half. Well, Let's just say we took <laughs> we we took um, a little drive back and forth because um, I think some people were um, confused about where they're going or late showing up or something, and so um, it took a little bit to get get um, all together. But when we got to our flag and we saw the other people, then then we knew that we were all a group um, because they all had the same on the maps you had a certain destination and whenever just those people showed up we we assumed we were just a group we were Mm -hmm. a tribe did you guys know who delayed you and was that an issue with you guys at all because i I know who was late and why but i didn't (laughs) 
Was that an issue at all? Because we were wondering if that would affect that person's game, but I don't really think it did. No, it didn't. Um, we we um, definitely didn't even consider that being a problem at all. Okay. Well, annoyed production, so I'm glad it didn't annoy the tribe. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, we wrote it. Like, it was so hard to go that long without talking, though. <laughs> it was it was really bad. The face expression. In your first group of eight, knowing that you guys are a tribe, who are you getting like good vibes from? Who are you wanting to work with the most? Okay, um, I actually really like. Um, I like everyone. That's the bad thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that's my problem. I like people. Um, I think my I felt that um, David and Robbie were going to be extremely strong. I thought that Rachel. I didn't trust her first, I'm going to be honest, because she was so quiet. Like, she wasn't, um, she was more of an observer, I think. Um, Christine, she was, like, so sweet and super easy to get to know. Um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting names here. So, you also had Austin, Bobby, um, Brandon... Oh, Bobby. Bruce. Bruce, oh yes. Okay, so Bruce, um I liked him a lot at first, but then I stopped trusting him. I felt like him and Robbie and David had like this thing that was super strong and I felt like they were gonna bring Brendan or Bobby in. And so then I was like I felt like it was gonna be I felt like I really had to work on that. <laughs> so you said that you saw like you knew like austin was a familiar face was that immediately someone like did you guys introduce each other as friends as strangers how did that interaction start off oh it was definitely strangers <laughs> yeah and 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 we're still strangers so, so no. <laughs> he's not i don't even know him anymore no <laughs> i'm kidding no we're we're still friends now but um yeah, I really thought he would have my back, but he so did not. He's a little punk. <laughs> <laughs> He's a punk. <laughs> That's how the game works sometimes. Sometimes it's just about numbers, too. It's not even personal. It's just the game. Yeah, I think what it was with me is I was against the grain. I went against the That's, That was what my problem was. But it was for a good reason, and I'm proud of it. You know, I'm not, I'm not um, disappointed at all. That's good, but it does make me want to come back because <laughs> I because I didn't I did I did the good thing, and now now I want to play for me. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we get into this first challenge, and must be really excited to get back into it and to start showing your stuff. And I believe Zika actually wins that that first challenge, which is the ones with the with the big long wooden planks with the the balls on it. Yes, yes, we flew through it. We like we went up to that challenge. 
we were like, this is, this is going to be impossible. And we flew right through it. We were so proud and so happy. It, it felt good because when I did play season six, we lost like every challenge. So that must have been right off the bat an amazing feeling. Oh, I, I was like, this is going to be a good thing. I was like, I'm going to go far. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out, but. <laughs> going into your, your campsite for the first time, and as you're thinking, you know, you saw, oh, actually, before I get to that, what was your first thoughts as your first look at the whole cast? You know, now you get to see the other two tribes. Were there any other familiar faces? And uh, what were your thoughts on the fact that there were no survivors in this season? I think I was very surprised that there weren't survivors in this season. But um, it was even greater surprise when we did get to see them. Um, I, I think I was just excited about getting to know people. And um, everybody's so unique and and their stories are so there's so many stories and that that's the best part about it for me really i love people and i love getting to know who they are and what they do and their background i guess so i think it was just more interesting to me and me trying to make sure that i did try to get to know people in their stories even though it was really hard because a lot of people weren't that open at first mm. Now, Michael, from a casting standpoint, you know, you've said on multiple occasions that you guys try to separate people who might know each other and stuff like that. Um, and you guys try to avoid having players to have too many connections. But obviously, as we know, this season had lots of connections. When you mm-hmm. have a player that's returning, obviously that player is going to be coming in with some of the biggest reputation because they're already right in the game from the last season. How do you guys deal with that in the best way possible as far as giving them the chance to succeed. Yeah, then if we, like, production, when we see, like, I've, I'm the one that puts together, like, the production, like, uh, sheets so people know who's on what tribe, and there's late changes, and um, we were adjusting that up until, you know, the end, because there was a, a pregnancy and there was a foot injury that kind of, you know, tore the whole tribe the sunder i had printed and laminated the production sheets and i get to macomb and i'm like hey here we go and they're like well this happened and this happened and, and that happened so um you know there was change on the fly the initial tribe assessment and assignments are done by john but uh situations contribute to the final final distribution of people on tribes gotcha So, uh, Jen, going into your campsite for the first time, obviously this is like, this is one of those situations, right? Where it's like first impressions are really important and what you do on the first night is very important. And after playing, I'm sure you know how important that is. And now you have a second chance at like redoing it over, you know, when you get to say that, oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Well, now you have that chance. So what's some of the biggest stuff that you're looking to accomplish in that first night? Um. I'll say in season six, socially, I feel like I was definitely um, better than I was season seven. Season seven, I was a lot more guarded. Um, 
you kind of play off of who you're around and their vibe a little bit. And um, I felt like at first, everyone was, I mean, the initial, everyone was a little bit um, closed off and not as open as they were in season six. Like season six, they were like extremely open. And it could have been the weather difference and like the the um, closeness you had to have and how you pretty much depended on each other because you had to like stay warm together and everything. Um, and with season seven, it was more or less, I was actually, I had the mindset where I was like to like, um, feel people out instead of survive more, you know, um, the mindset was just different. So I feel like I wasn't as social as I normally would have been Mm. like in life period. (laughs) Gotcha. What were some observations about your other tribe mites on that first night? Um, well, obviously there was, uh, what we did is we kind of stood around and tried to tell about each other and any secrets we might have. Mm. And so my secret was that I played in season six. But, um, as we went around, people were telling secrets. Uh, I think David mentioned that he was, um, a crawly. Crowley, I can't say it. And so people were automatically attracted to that. I thought that was so awesome. And, you know, you would, some people might think that might um, hurt his game, but it, it, it did not. Like, they were they were glad of it. You know, they thought it was neat. Um, I, I know that when we went around the circle that Christina kept her secret and that Austin kept his secret. But I did let mine out because everyone knew anyway <laughs> <laughs> what kind of secrets did brendan and rachel have too, so. yeah did, uh, trust. <laughs> my, my question was secrets were what kind of secrets did bobby brendan and rachel have i'm just fascinated by their secrets that they may have conveyed or made up especially brendan i can only imagine what secret he told you all like maybe he was 19 or i don't even know Oh, I think the ones that stood out, I, I honestly, oh, hmm. You know, I don't think very many people told secrets other than myself and um, David. Oh, okay. And, and what did, no one had any inkling about Bruce? That never came out till after y'all were voted out? No, or? I hated that too. <laughs> I, I love him to death. Like, I wish, oh, well, Here's the thing is people, of course, when they're playing the game, they're going to try to say things to, like, make someone be the first person out or, like, you know, they're going to say things to make you think, oh, well, they're not they're not doing good. So we need to jump on that bandwagon. And I feel really bad for jumping on it. Okay. So but- – Sorry, something I want to add on to this. So you came clean about uh, who you were, but you also know that Austin uh, has a reputation that he wasn't coming clean about, and it sounds like he didn't say anything during that. No. Unless, it, yeah. So, what was your thoughts about that? Did that make you not want to trust Austin, or you want to call him out, or what was your thoughts on that? 
No, I did, definitely wasn't going to call him out because that's his thing to tell. But I also, it didn't ruin my trust with him because I thought, well, that's a good thing he didn't say because then they won't know that I know who he is. And so in my mind, I was thinking that it was a benefit, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter or salty at Austin at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sure the first night from season six was a nightmare to sleep in, given the weather. Were you able to sleep a lot better this season? Yes, I thrive in heat. I don't care if it's 100 degrees. Like, I'm good to go in heat. Um, the, the biggest problem was the... First place we laid, I believe, had um, some poison ivy, and I did end up with that. But um, overall, it, it wasn't too bad, especially considering season six. Yeah, <laughs> could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I was totally content. Because uh, this year, you, did you guys manage to get a fire going? We did. <laughs> so that already must have been a nice change. <laughs> It was. It was very nice. And and we we had an option to pick certain things about a camp, and I believe we picked the tarp camp um, with no fire, and then someone else got to pick the one with a fire. Um, we, we had the first choice, but we figured, well, we'll just make a fire. And so we got a tarp, so that was nice. And I definitely was all about the tarp, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um. Anything else you want to touch on for this first day? The first day, oh, when we all laid down, when it became snuggle time, that's whenever I really started to like Rachel. She was super awesome. Um, And I felt like her and Austin and I really clicked um, on that first night. Hmm. All right. Or maybe it was the second. My memory is the worst. (laughs) <laughs> well, going into the next morning, were there anything, or was anything interesting happening at camp on that first morning? I <laughs> We played a lot in the creek um, all around, kind of looking for anything out of the ordinary. Now, when we went to go get firewood, um, and, I, and I did my fingers in quotations <laughs> because we were all, of course, looking for firewood, but... And stuff to uh, put the tarp up and things like that. But I noticed these three rocks. And they were, it wasn't a natural placement of these rocks. So I knew there was something up with those three rocks. And so I spent a lot of time around those three rocks looking for firewood. (laughs) Now... Is when you saw those rocks, did you immediately think this means something, or do you oh, think absolutely. that? Oh, <laughs> absolutely! I was on high, a, high alert. <laughs> we've had a lot of different takes on what those were from each camp, and I think each camp had a very different interpretation of them. <laughs> I know exactly what they were. Exactly what they were. And the problem is, is that David's a little taller than me, and so. <laughs> He was able to figure it out before me, even though I was by it a thousand times. Oh, I'm so mad at myself over that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I could have used that idol. Yeah, no, that would have been a real game changer. Absolutely. So. Oh my goodness! Oh, don't even make me think about it again. <laughs> I'm just so mad at myself already. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the challenges, this is the night. Uh, this is the nice day as you don't have to face any tribal uh, cha- uh, tribal councils, and it's just for reward. You excited to to get into these challenges? Is your mindset go a hundred percent? Oh, I'm a cha- Like I am probably one of the most competitive people ever. Like I guess it's because I have a twin sister. We're identical. We've compared our whole lives and stuff if you want to get into psychology. Um, but we, like, I've just always been, and my twin is too, we're super competitive. And and so I was really looking forward to the challenge parts, yes. And I gave 100%. Now, did you think that, you know, as you've played some of these challenges before, Survival Challenge does bring back a handful <laughs> of challenges from past seasons, were you thinking maybe there's going to be a challenge I play again this season that I played last season and I can help my tribe out with that? No, I was thinking there's maybe a challenge that was from last season that will be this season that I need to make sure I do not play in, and that is the shooting the basket. Like, I was the <laughs> worst in the water. It was embarrassing. It was so bad. I thought I, I thought I could do it, and whenever I – oh, my gosh, it was so bad. So well, then, I, I chose to retrieve the balls on land. <laughs> I was about to say, it's funny you mentioned that because that's basically what the first challenge was. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I dreaded it. I knew I would not shoot. There's no way I would shoot again. So as you're watching um, your team compete and the other teams compete and seeing the results of that first challenge, how are you guys feeling as a team and how are you viewing the other teams in their competitiveness? You know, I was uh, just on like cloud 10 because we were winning challenges and it just felt nice because I'm telling you in the last season, we did not win a challenge. To, I mean, we couldn't, we just couldn't. It was, it was very, um, it, it made it hard to stay positive. Like, I'll say, again, I'm very competitive. I don't think I'm a sore loser, but I tend to get angry if, if we're losing a lot because I, I want to be like, get it, you know, get it together. We can do this. And, like, everyone else is like, it's all right, guys. It's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not in my head. But you have to <laughs> pretend to be like, it's okay. Yeah, good job, guys. Like, that's, in my head, I wanted to scream. Uh, anything else you want to add, Michael? Nope, nope. I'm good right now. <laughs> well, going into the second challenge was a very interesting for the Zika and Kia tribes as they both struggled with the challenge. And this is the one where you had to tighten the ropes with the block tower in the middle to stack that. And there was a lot of tension, pun intended, uh, <laughs> both, the, both the teams kind of working together. And then I think this is a lot uh, there was a lot shown when it came to characters when their frustrations were being pushed and kind of some of their possible true colors. Were there any interesting notes you got from players during that challenge? 
I just think we had a really big height difference between our players, so it made it very hard. <laughs> like, we had David way up there, and then we had Christine, who was, like, way down here. Like, it was just, it was, I felt like our height thing was just a bad thing. Hmm. I'm going to continue oh. with that, because in my mind, at the time, that's what I went with. Yeah. yeah, there was some height, height challenges, and that's going to lead to some casting future things with just being more aware of height because we weren't even sure some of the height of the players, and there was some disparity not even only on your tribe but between tribes. So, unfortunately. So, the third challenge started off pretty confusing um, as we were – getting into pairs and then getting into groups and then like splitting those groups up and stuff like that. But basically you're told by John right away that you have to pair up with someone. Who did you jump to, to a pair? Did you get the person that you wanted? What happened? So we paired up with that. Uh, that was the, uh, uh, was it the one where you hold up the orange thing? This was the slingshot challenge. Oh, the slingshot. Oh, where you paired. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I paired up with. Oh, can you remind me? I think it was David. And then we did hand, hand signals. I was on point slingshotting. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> that was that was the fun. That was my favorite one. Now. Both Zika and Kia got to send some members into the woods. Were you one of the people that got to go into the woods? I was. I was, and that's when I realized what the three rocks were about for sure. <laughs> so t- tell us a little bit, like, what it, was, what it was like going in there and then finding the stuff and trying uh, to figure out how to play it off. I don't remember his name. I'm, he's super nice, but he was from the – the other team like we had two from our tribe and two from a different tribe so whenever i we first went in i was like okay like let's spread out find this thing well um one of the players from the other tribe just kind of kept going to the same spot that everyone was going and i was like no you can't do that i i felt bad but i was really in it i wanted to find it and so that probably wasn't the best sportsmanship I had, um, but I, I was a little bit more, more bossy on that one because I, I knew I wanted to find the key in the box. Michael, did you were you able to catch any of that uh, interactions when people were going into the woods? Yeah, I was trying to watch that all. It was it was interesting to whatever <laughs> it was doing the whole time and not trying to. You know, I don't want people to get hurt and trying to make them so they're a little hard to find. And, yeah, it was it was intense. I didn't care if I got hurt or not. I was finding it. And I'll tell you what, I came out of there with some of the deepest scratches I've ever had from head to toe. Some of the pictures from there, I'm like, wow. I mean, it was hot, and I'm like, I was hustling. But we found it. That's true. That's all that matters to me, right? Exactly. It was the mentality. I don't care. Like I'll let I'll let it hurt later. <laughs> <laughs> so you found the thing that you're looking for, but now 
you're coming back to the rest of your tribe members and now you got to figure out, do I play it cool? Do I come clean? What was your strategy? We all decided to, to act like we didn't find it. But unfortunately, not everybody kept to their story, a.k.a. <laughs> David. <laughs> Did that damper your trust with him at all? Absolutely. Because when we got back to camp, we got back to camp before everybody else. And we had time to, to try to find it. So, I mean, the clues... You had to combine the clues, so you had to know, you know, from the other tribe. You had to work together with people from your other tribe. So I, that was a good bonding thing. So when if we made merge or something, we could get back together, maybe possibly. But um, unfortunately, I didn't make it that far. Um, so that that kind of didn't work for me. But I I feel like if we if I had made the the merge, it would have worked a little bit more. Mm. But when we got back to camp, we got to go back before everyone else. And we, you've never seen people go through a camp so fast. And the thing is, is that I started to distrust once the directions were read to me incorrectly. And that, that's when I started getting paranoid and started to not, um, I guess, be so into the people that I thought I would be able to trust. So wait, so someone read directions to you incorrectly on purpose? Yes, to send me um, to the opposite direction because they, I had, whenever we read the clues, I, I told um, David that I know where these three rocks are. I saw them. I know where this is at. Well, then when we got back to camp, um, at one point, um, I think he told, I think Robbie knew about it. And then um, whenever I was told the directions, I knew that they were wrong. I knew it wasn't the right way because I knew where the three rocks were. Oh, wow. So so David's trying to, to read it to you and throw you off, <laughs> not knowing that you already know where these things are. Oh, he knew that I knew where the three rocks were. I told him, unfortunately. Because <laughs> then he found it. <laughs> that was my mistake. See, I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> Treasure. I was looking down, and he was looking up and down. So he outwitted me on that one. <laughs> well, between all of these challenges on this day. You know, you know, they had us sitting by the porty potty, and like as they were staging the new challenges, uh, they eventually gave us the chance to intermingle as tribes to get to know the other tribe members um, better. What were you some have memorable? Never seen so many people have to pee in that moment. <laughs> <because> <laughs> they didn't want to be obvious that they were intermingling, but. But they wanted to. They wanted to. So I mean, everyone had to pee. <laughs> yeah. Well, in those like speed dating like moments where everyone's going around trying to, to get to know everyone, you know, in this short time that we have, what were some more of the memorable conversations you had with the other tribes? Well, I saw William's lovely face, and I got excited about that, and <laughs> because that <laughs> was another familiar face, and um. I think I 
really try to be more social then. And um, uh, Louie, like, and he was amazing, and we we clicked really easily. Um, there was a girl that was sick. Um, Stephanie? Yes, 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 yes. And so I, when I was helping her, my intentions were to help, but at the same time, I got to know her tribe a little bit more too. So that was nice. Um, and I, I mean, I, I did have that in the back of my head as long as well as helping her, you know, I wanted to make sure she was okay. And I could tell she was, so then maybe I use a little bit more advantage towards game. Um, and I went back to check on her multiple times, knowing that she was okay and still trying to talk to people. Um, and let's see. I it was it was Sam. I knew she was a threat. Um, she was she was so easy to talk to, and so she was really good at socializing. And so she was completely on my radar if I ever got to it. And, but I definitely still talk to her. Um, Grace, I was like, man, she's a freaking sweetheart. Um, everyone's gonna love her. <laughs> She's she's not gonna have any enemies. Um, there were several people that I, I had talked to and and got an instant. Uh, my intuition's really strong, so I I could read a lot of people very easily. So that was nice to be able to do that. Did you try to make any alliances or agreements past tribe lines? Um, I don't think I completely, like, put myself out there like that. But anyone that would want to be friendly, I was friendly with. Um, I remember from season six, there was someone, um, anytime that they had a chance to interact with people, um, it was destiny, I believe. Uh, she's like, I've got your back, uh, you know, like. Let's, let's, if we end up together, let's, let's work together. And so from season six, I, to me, that was super sketchy. But she was an awesome, like, I loved her to death. But um, I, I felt like that doing that puts red flags up a little bit. Hmm. All right. Well, going back into challenges, later on the day, we had this matchmaking game. And your own tribe bait. Um, Austin managed to get an advantage that he had to give someone not on his tribe. Now, what did he say to the tribe when you guys inevitably asked him who he gave it to? Wait. What? So, in the matchmaking game, Austin uh, got an advantage, uh, which uh, ended up being an idol, but he had to give it to someone who wasn't on his tribe. So after the game was finished and you guys inevitably asked him who he gave it to, what did he have to say? I, I, I don't think he said it was an idol. Well, I don't know. Actually, no, he didn't know it was an idol at the time. That's just like looking back. The, the, oh, I was it, like, it, I didn't know about this. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like he's even more of a skeezer than I thought. <laughs> No, no, he de- he was not told that information. He was told him it was advantage, but then it did end up being an idol. So, you know, I don't recall him 
telling me who he gave anything to or that he gave anything to anyone. Hmm. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't recall that and again like my memory is horrible so well what were some other memorable moments for you challenge wise game wise um, social wise in that challenge day challenges um, which ones were the challenges the, sorry the, the reward day challenges is what I meant Oh, oh, I'll just say, when we got fruit, I made a little knife, I got some berries, and I, made, and I put them on the fire, and, like, I, I was, like, trying to cook some stuff up for everyone, but everyone wanted to tend to that damn fire, and every single time, everything jumped out into the bottom of the ashes. It was awful. <laughs> so then I had to guard the fire. <laughs> So was that oh was that back at camp or was that the fire making challenge that we had? No, that was the, oh the fire making challenge. Yeah, I was I'm a little strong headed, and I wanted to do it my way. And I think um, who was it? Brendan maybe. Yeah, um, he he and I had the same mindset as far as what the fire should do, and then Bruce had his mindset, and I think that's where. <laughs> The start of the clashing um, for me started was uh, that we couldn't all get on the same page. And whenever I felt like two people were on the same page, whereas one wasn't, um, I, I think that caused some some animosity or like um, some. It made me step back from from Bruce a lot. Mm. And I, I hate that. I hate that. Right. Throughout this day, are you thinking? Uh, along the terms of we're going to go to tribal council together or there's going to be a swap first. What's your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh, my thoughts? I just thought every second there was going to be a swap. <laughs> I just thought, I, because of season six, I did. I thought any minute there's going to be a swap. But we stayed together and that may have also held me back a little bit from being as social as what I would because I just thought there's no way we're going to a swap. And people would ask, they're like, well, what do they do in season six? And, I mean, you can't compare the two as far as the the way it's set out. You know, that it's totally different. It's a new experience anytime. I'm sure, Michael, it's a pleasure to hear just another person being gullible for John's <laughs> antics once again. Oh yeah, the, when are we swapping? When are we swapping? It's like kids, like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Like, nope, yes. we're 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 not there yet. So, and I I, could, I thought for sure. I mean, over and over, and that we were sitting there, and we were just we we were all gonna go to bed, and we're like, well, maybe we shouldn't go to bed because there's gonna be a swap. There's gonna be a swap. And so, like, we'd all lay there and lay there and lay there, and we're like, okay, nothing's happening. Why is nothing happening? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone was on pins and needles just waiting and anticipating anything to happen, and we're just like, why are we still together? <laughs> Which I really, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed getting a longer time with people, um, definitely. Right. So... As the day is winding down, and there, like you mentioned, there has been no swap, is your mind starting to think, crap, we might have to vote each other out 
who is who's your boot list? Who who are you looking to get out first among your own tribe? Personally, because I'm a hardcore player, which I've, I'm I'm working on. Um, I, my first thought was Robbie. It's like he's gonna win the game. He needs to get out of here. <laughs> I already I could feel it. I just knew. I just knew he was gonna go far, and so. I wanted to work with him, but at the same time, I was definitely planning against him. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I got to know Rachel more, I felt like uh, I felt like she, I know this sounds silly, but I felt like she was too trustworthy. <laughs> um, I really bonded with Christine. She told me some things about her life, and she asked me not to tell anyone. And that is probably what changed my game completely. Mm. So you were feeling Uh, really good about Christine, not so good about Bobby. Um, I guess kind of mutual about funny because at first you said not sure because he seemed quiet. Then, ooh, would like her, but oh, wait, maybe it's good. Not maybe she's too good. (laughs) It's a Uh lot of. forth on your thoughts about her i was really back and forth about her but she's like i mean like all of them are amazing people all together Mm. you know but as far as when you're playing the game and analyzing everything i was just like i thought well i thought david and bobby for sure were clicking and so with rachel being so quiet and so she seemed really trustworthy too. I thought she, for sure she's going to click with them too. And so I really spoke out to Austin a lot. Um, well, in fact, oh, let's go back to where we came back to camp with um, the clue after we did the matchmaking thing um, challenge. So when we were looking, um, David had asked me, because um, Austin and I were down in the creek. He said, what were you talking to Austin about? And I said, we are talking about Rachel. <laughs> but the truth was, is I told him about the clue and the idol and all that. And then they lost trust for me because I'm pretty sure they thought that I told them. So, mm. um, it, it, so it was really complicated to keep trust, um, especially when you're lying. And um, anyway, um, so Christine had told me, um, her her background, um, people were going to vote her out. Um, and so I think with me knowing her story and me promising not to tell, and I didn't, um, I, I think that that's exactly what changed where I was at in my tribe. Because people were like debating on like, what, we go to tribal, who are we going to vote out? Who? And they, they were all saying, and I was like, I'm not voting her out. And I, I couldn't give them I couldn't give them a reason why and and so that really hurt me I think. It's always interesting, especially when you're in a tribe with you know you said you get along with everyone. It basically comes down to just the smallest things. It's like you're just looking for any reason to get someone mm-hmm. out, even if it's pretty inconsequential. And, and when you can't explain yourself, then it just looks like you're just going against the the wind, you know. Right. How did Which you now f- I think people understand, but at the time they they had no idea right. How did you feel about your position in the did you feel like you were in a good spot at this point in the game? 
No, I knew, I knew once I said I wouldn't vote her out that, that I was in a bad spot. Was Bruce always an issue, always a target for folks or when did that happen? Um, he was at one point, um, someone had mentioned, uh, something. I, it was just one of those things where I think people were saying things to try to, uh, you know, put a target on somebody and, and some of the things that were said definitely put a target on him when his, his intentions were totally different, but, uh, perception and then rumor is, is what, what, what got Bruce, I think. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to talk about that day before we move on to day three? When was the log challenge? That, that was the three? first thing the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think, this is, I think we're good until then. <laughs> All right. Um, so, obviously, you guys wake up the next day and you get sent to the challenge field and you're shown the challenge. And obviously, you know that you can put two in together, figure out there's not a swap happening. You guys are not only playing the challenge as a team, but then going to tribal council as a team if you lose. So. Oh, What's your mentality at that point and your thoughts, knowing that there's not going to be a swap yet for a while? Um, my mentality was due to the fact that they were saying, well, Christine, and I'm like, no. And they're like, well, who do you want? And I'm like, and I wouldn't say anybody because I, I didn't know other than Robbie. And so then I guess eventually I started saying Robbie and – um, a couple of people were on board, but then at the last minute changed their mind. Um, we could have had it. Uh, <laughs> dang it. Um, but they needed strength, too, so I, I completely understood. Um, I think I knew that I was in trouble, so any challenge I did, I needed to do well. Right, which I'm sure was annoying for that first challenge, as it was a very physically demanding challenge and benefited people who had height most of all <laughs> the log challenge yes yeah i was getting it on that i i didn't even know i had that in me i'm telling you i took my shirt off i put logs in it i was carrying them on my I'm like oh, i was carrying wait. every log i could well we're actually i'm sorry back up here we're, we're talking about the the log carrying challenges there's two logs. <laughs> so oh, the one oh yeah. yeah i forgot that one um yeah um, I really wanted to participate in that, but I was one of the shorter people and they thought it would be best for me to drop out. And the reason I wanted to participate so badly is because I wanted to show my strength so that they would keep me because I already knew it was coming um, right. because I was going against what people wanted. And when I had to drop out, I hated it, but then I was like, okay, well, maybe it's for the best. And, and we ended up doing well in that one. Which must have been a sigh of relief because I'm sure you're running situations yeah. through your head as they're doing this challenge. It's like this could be a situation where you not only have no say in your vote out, but potential vote out, but also no fighting chance at it. Because if you know you're going out, you at least want to have a chance to play for your survival. So there's nothing exactly. worse than being denied that chance. Oh, it was awful. I was, I was, but I had to, you have to like bite your tongue and just do what people think is best sometimes, you know? Right. 
Oh, it's so hard to do, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, you guys made it past that one. And then you were on to the second challenge, which was the trivia challenge. Oh, no, I did we, none of us had. <laughs> Christine had that one, I think. <laughs> she was good at it. Did uh, what's that? For that challenge. Uh, well, we were all um, pretty much like we're gonna just yes or no it. If we think we'll do well, then we'll step forward. If not, then we won't. And unfortunately, there wasn't a question I could step forward on, so I got stuck with something that I would not do well on anyway. Um, trivia is not my thing, obviously, because I have a bad memory. <laughs> so um, some people felt good about it, but we didn't, for some reason, we didn't utilize it the correct way. But we did try. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, you guys make it through yet again, and you've avoided the first two trial councils. How's your team's mentality feeling at this point, knowing that, you know, hey, there was no swap, but hey, we also haven't been to travel council yet. Maybe there's a chance there'll be a swap soon. What's your mindset at this point? I was hoping for a swap. <laughs> I knew I needed one. <laughs> um, my mentality was like, I'm telling you, any I was looking anywhere and everywhere for some kind of idol or something the entire time. I mean, I was just hoping and praying that I could find something. Um, that's where my mentality was. Because I, I knew it was only a matter of time. Hmm. Were, you, were you surprised at um, who had gone from Upon those first two tribals, did it, was that pretty much? Did, did everybody know kind of the marching orders on each other's tribes, or were you, were you anything surprised you with what happened with those tribals? <laughs> Not really. Um, it was it was kind of obvious on some people that that they were going to go. Okay. And, and and some of us were hoping that some people would go because we felt like they were giving way too much information. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about, so. It was just a lot, a lot. <laughs> it was way too much. So, going into the third challenge, things start getting interesting as it's not just the the team who comes in last that's going to travel council. It's the bottom two teams. So, only the winner is not going to travel council. So, and this is, of course, the Drunken Sailor Challenge. Um, that was so did, bad. <laughs> you want to run, run us through your experience on this one? I know it was quite an experience for Zika. Oh, my. I was wanting to be drunk. <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, if I could just chug a few, I might actually do well at this challenge. It was so frustrating. And I even tried to get up there. I mean, Brendan, he did an amazing job. Um, no, I mean, it was just hard. And then, of course, we had butted sound with directional and holding the, the wheels right. And again, that's, that's, uh, Bruce and I were a lot alike. And that's what didn't work because we were both so headstrong. <laughs> it was just, we, 
that when it came to challenges, we were both very competitive and very determined in our own ways. Um, that I feel like I feel like that it came out a couple times, mm-hmm. and I again my my stubbornness came out during that challenge for sure. Now, uh, obviously, you guys head to tribal council, and I'm sure you're, you know, as you're thinking in your head, who's going to be first boo, and I like, hope it's not me, you get thrown this curveball of you guys are going to tribal council together, and some of the people thought that, wait, we might be actually voting out the other, the other, uh, uh, a person from the other tribe. Was that something that crossed your mind? Uh, that crossed a lot of people's mind. It never crossed mine. Um, but I will say my other tribe mates did did definitely think that. So you weren't convinced. You were you were pretty set on it being a normal tribal council. I, I was yes, personally. <laughs> if it hadn't been normal, who would you have voted for from Kia? Uh, I don't remember who was on it. Okay, uh, Angie, aka Angela, um, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Colin, Julia, Lance, Sam, Stephanie, and Travis. Oh, if I could think about it now, I would have done Sam. Okay. Why why Sam? Uh, Because I thought she was a very strong social person. Okay. I didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it. Okay. So, going into this, were people talking to you who to vote for and what to do? Were you how concerned about where you going? What was your mindset? Um, they were definitely talking about it and what to do. Um, I felt like my mindset was more or less, I don't think that's going to happen, but it's a huge possibility because everyone else was so, was thinking about it so much. Um, I feel like, my mindset, I, and, I, and most people, was, I believe, was on Sam or Travis, I believe. I don't, I, you know, I can't remember exactly. I think I remember my mindset, and it was Sam. Hmm. What about what, what about what people were saying for Zika? Um, I think that they, I think we were afraid that they were going to do a strong player, obviously. So, so was I wasn't the, worried. Gotcha. Because, <laughs> like, you know, there's, like, guys. And right. people will think, well, let's get a strong guy out. Well, did your tribe have anything to talk about when it came to, what if we have to vote one of our own out? Or were there any talks about what, what they were going to do in that situation? There there was. Um, a lot of people, I think, went with, were saying Bruce. And then some people... AKA me, we're like Bobby. <laughs> but then, then they wanted to decide to do, um, you know, like everybody was, it was really back and forth, to be honest. Hmm. Interesting. So, how was that? Because this wasn't just your first travel council of the season, this was your first travel council ever. What was it like experiencing that for the first time? Um, I actually, I wasn't worried at all. Wow. 
Um, because I already knew the two names that were being thrown around on our tribe, and and so I, I didn't I didn't feel worried. Hmm. Anything you want to add, Michael? I think we're good. So the two being thrown around were was that Christine and Bruce, or was that you and Bruce, or who was getting was thrown around? Uh, Christine and Bruce. Okay. I wasn't sure how Cavalier Zika was. I wasn't sure what they were doing. Okay, okay. Thank you. I mean, as far as I know, that's what it was. Okay. Cool. So, after all is said and done, um, Bruce and Stephanie go home. Um, and I'm sure you you were relieved that you were not the first boot off your tribe. Yeah. So we go into the next challenge, and this was the the domino stacking challenge. Mm. How did you think you do did in that challenge? That took a lot of stability. Oh my goodness! And your arms are shaking. It took a lot out of you. You wouldn't even think it, but you had to hold it so still, and you were in this certain position, and it that was that was a very hard challenge, and. You know, you would think compared to the log challenges or whatever, but no, that one was definitely strenuous for having to be in a certain situation and holding still. But I, I remember Bobby looked at me and I was shaking. My entire body was shaking. And in my mind, I was like, keep your arms still, keep your arms still. And I remember him saying something like, I saw your entire body shaking, and I don't know how, like, you held it still. It was so bad. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, obviously you did a good job because your team ended up coming in first. So you guys were yeah. flying pretty clear for that challenge. Yes. Thankfully. So throughout this game, Zika had this representation of being – the strongest tribe out of the three, despite the fact that Zika came in last for the reward challenge day. So what was, I would love to know your take on, on that kind of whole idea. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was a great compliment and all, but nobody wants to be <laughs> the strongest team. <laughs> So I'd rather just be considered the weakest link and then go on. <laughs> like I can take that. My pride can handle it. But no. And unfortunately, when you're considered the strongest team, everyone wants to gain up on you and send you home. <gasps> yeah. And this goes into another question I have for you. You know, obviously this this next challenge, the log throwing challenge, um, was affected big by a, uh, a super tribe alliance between Kia and Upon. Now, was this something that your tribe was aware of was happening um, throughout yeah. the game? Yeah, well, it was a little bit. We, we did. We did. We knew that. Um, before the challenge started, we knew that they were getting up on us. Right, but were you aware that there was an alliance in the works before that challenge? Um, I mean, before the challenge started, yeah, I believe we knew that they were going to gain up on us. Gotcha. All right. So, 
obviously that must have been pretty deterring, knowing that the odds are stacked against you. But um, your whole team, especially including yourself, was definitely not letting you go down quietly for it by any means. <laughs> no. Why don't you take us through your um, experience in that challenge? What's that? Oh, it said take us through your experience in that challenge. Mm. Oh, I hate that challenge. <laughs> I was so disappointed in it. Look, instead of us throwing it all in one basket, we we put it in separate baskets. Like it was a horrible mistake on and then like I gave every single thing my body had during that challenge. I knew I was going home if I didn't win it. I wanted to win so, so bad. So bad. Like, I gave it everything I had. I didn't know I could carry that much weight and run. <laughs> and I didn't stop running. I did not stop running. Michael, from a, from a viewer's standpoint, how did, how did you interpret her performance in that challenge? I don't remember specifically. I was just trying to watch everything. And from a production standpoint, I wasn't liking just Zika's potential dominance. So I, I like seeing the tag team and the response to it, but I don't remember specifically that, that part. Sorry. Okay. Well, remember I will say. One time I liked you, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, at least from my standpoint, that was, oh, yeah. as I was in that challenge, I that was something I noticed because I was like, oh crap, I think Jen's going home because I saw not just how you were playing, but just just the look on your face and like your determination. I was like, that's the look of someone's face that's playing for their life right now. And I felt really mm -hmm. bad because like I knew that like, hey, <laughs> this is just business. We're teaming up to keep each other out of tribal council. But, you know, obviously everyone, some, someone's always going to be sent home for it. And just knowing that, wow, it's probably going to be Jen, you know, <laughs> and feeling really bad about that. I think one time I got, I was so wore out from running back and forth. I like, I just dug deep down and just like screamed really loud so I could keep running. Like it was so bad. I mean, that, I mean, it was so hot and that, I mean, it was, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Cause you, you took off one of your shirts and used it like a Santa bag, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I was doing anything and everything I could to get as much wood back in, in those baskets. I yeah. do remember. Sorry, I, I do recall that now. I'm thinking of a lot of <laughs> I remember that determination. That was intense, so. I still, like, still think about it. I'm so wide-eyed. Like, just, oh. Yeah, that that is a really cool thing about like doing a game like this is that you really get to see yourself push yourself to a place that you never knew that was possible both mentally and physically and i'm sure that was one of those moments where it's like wow i didn't know i was capable of this oh my god i mean there's no telling how much weight i ran back and forth and oh it's it, it was a lot <laughs> <laughs> so Unfortunately, you guys don't win that challenge and you guys are heading to tribal council. Did uh, you said that you, you well, knew you're going home, but did did you stop fighting there or what were you trying to do no, just to still get further? I, first, we got to go to a field for a minute. Right, I, I think, right? Before the tribal? Yep. No, we went straight. 
Oh, we did? Okay, yeah. So then I was like, Bobby, 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 Bobby. <laughs> you know, like, he's going to win. He's strong. We're about to have a swap. You guys, like, we're, we're going to merge or something. Like, you guys need to get him out. And I almost had them convinced, and then I didn't. <laughs> did you, uh, what was it like in a tribal council? Were you still trying to throw Bobby's name out there during the, the, uh, the tribal council? Oh yeah, I was I was in it. <laughs> I was not giving up. And well, I, I, I was, oh. but I mean, Christine's story is amazing, mm-hmm. and 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 I wanted to stand behind her a hundred percent, and I feel like I did. Oh, I'm glad, Michael. Uh... What, what's your thoughts on the whole fact that, like, you know, sometimes you have people who are almost too far ahead of the game when it comes to, like, you know, tribal counts and stuff like that. And you've got <laughs> who's trying to get out, who she deems it's a big game threat and is uh, ends up being a very big game threat, you know. Um, if it went a different way in those last couple of challenges, Bobby definitely could have won the whole game. And here's oh, Jen pulling it out from the very beginning. You know, <laughs> very, very perceptive, and I don't know if it's the, the two games or just her general perception. It's just nice to target the somebody like Robbie or Bobby as a big threat. And it, Christine and her, the two tribal councils later, her only vote, the only vote other, you know, Bobby got early was both of these ladies. So he was on their radar. So she picked it up, and I think Christine picked it up too. So yeah. Or had her own. Yeah, I think she kind of did that as a favor towards me um, for keeping, for not, for going against the whim for her. I, I feel like maybe she she did that um, for like a, um, I don't, I don't really know the words for it, but I, 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 when she put him down, I felt like she was doing that for me. Makes sense. Well, Unfortunately, it was you who had to get voted out, but at least this time you were actually getting voted out. What was it like to get that proper experience, you know, uh, final, like, real, actual ending to your season? Very, oh, it was bittersweet. Um, I, I, I came back and I stuck with it and I wasn't, I didn't give up and I went all in. Did I play a little too hard? Yes. <laughs> um, but now all I want to do is play again so that I can do it the right way finally. <laughs> it's just never ending for me. I'm addicted. <laughs> We've had one three-time player, so, I mean, you can... You... Look, just call me Boston Rob, <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, put in... Whoever fundraises the best, there's a, I think the three year cap, so you can do it another time. And then, then you get the Hamer rule. So, yeah. What we need is, what we need is, is, is survival challenge all stars, is what we need. And, and I would definitely, definitely support whoever played at that. Like, I would love to watch that. Anything's possible. Uh, stay tuned. So, <laughs> it's not a no. God, that would be insane. That would be so insane. 
Well, after getting voted out, what was your, and then I guess like, let's just take it right till today, you know, now that you've had some time to think about it, what is your thoughts, you know, reflecting back on your overall experience from this season? Man, my overall thought, and it sounds so bad and I don't mean it to, but that maybe I need to be like a little, um, play more for myself. I, I want to play for myself, which I did, but at a point, like, I let my feelings get in the way. And I think that if I played selfishly and I played um, a little less harder, I feel like I could really win it. Mm. Because no. I because I know now, I've learned from my mistakes or I've learned that, well, I I did good, a good thing, and so now like I wouldn't I wouldn't I would put, I would be very selfish if I played again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing how how much you learn by just playing even once, you know. Yes. In in the first game, I really feel like I would have done so well in it. I'm so mad at myself over that. Like I did get my redemption. You know, you still with this game, you just constantly think, well, "What if I did this? What if I did that? Should I've done this?" Like, there's so there's just so many things, and you can't get rid of it. It's it's with you forever. There's no getting rid of it. <laughs> yep. You mentioned a lot of mental prep for this for season seven, and there was a large amount of your castmates from season six there helping out. Uh, was there any challenge with that psychologically or mentally seeing everyone from season six or almost everyone? Cause there was a huge percentage of season six cast that came to help. Was that an issue or positive negative or. It took everything I had not to hug everyone to their necks. Because mm-hmm. at the time I was like, I don't want people to know I played. And then, and then, so I, I just wanted to like hug everyone and be like, Oh, Hey, you know, and I catch up and you couldn't. And, so I think that was my biggest thing is, like, um, I wanted to do well to show people I could, but um, I, I didn't I didn't give up. So I, I do know that I did much better the second time than I did the first time. But the, the third time is going to be the winner. <laughs> when, when you were able to talk to them, what kind of words of encouragement did your season six castmates give you for your season seven performance? Did that – were you getting a lot of – good comments from them as they were around like as handlers and just helping out or no as it was it was like i did we had to play like we did not know each other pretty much um because even after the vote out i mean after the vote out oh after the vote out oh yeah tons of encouragement tons of support um but i i mean it, it it was amazing um and and to come out and see the survivor players they were so encouraging as well it is it's a family that you i mean now i feel like my family just extended from six to seven like i feel like i have even more family now mm. and 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 it's indescribable the, the things that you go through and the feelings that you get and and the bond you make from talking to somebody at a, a speed round by a porta potty like you still bond so well Mm-hmm. Like it, oh, it, yeah. it's crazy I can't even describe it it's 
it's a blessing to get to play something like this. It really is. You know, thinking about all the hard work that goes in it. Yeah, I was thinking about it. It sounds like you got your redemption, but now you're going for your revenge. (laughs) Yes, that's perfectly worded. (laughs) Perfectly worded. (laughs) Definitely got my redemption. That's for sure. I, I couldn't. I like. I'm just so thankful for that. I needed it. I really did. (laughs) Well. I'm glad that you had a chance to come back and really feel more fulfilled about your experience. And who knows, maybe it's not over yet, but you definitely have a lot more to take home now after this season. You never know. There's three years of donations. <laughs> 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 oh, please. Um, yeah, no, there, there's um, so many amazing people and, and not a single, I, I would not, have one single negative thing or thought about any of it it's just the most amazing heartfelt I mean I can't describe it it's it's when you leave there you miss people that you just met you miss them like like they're your family it's and then you keep in touch afterwards of course because because you you've it's a bond you can't it's a bond you cannot um you can't you can't get anywhere else no it's it's so true i couldn't agree more any other final thoughts michael um as we had a lot of crazy stuff happen after you were out of the game any any highlights from the season that you want to talk about just from watching as one of the cast members, just having to watch all that. I know it's tough to watch, but what were some of your favorite moments? And did you like what the, what happened at the end? Or what was your opinion on season oh, seven? that was one travel that I was, like, all about. It, things were going, what, what? I mean, like, I don't even know what happened. So much happened in that one travel. <laughs> Me neither, really. There's some things I'm still trying to figure out on that one. So, yeah. <laughs> No, but that was pretty BA. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I loved it. I mean, like I'm serious. Like people were making comments like CBS Survivor doesn't have anything on that. <laughs> well, somebody you know, made one so of the comments. Uh, I called out Jeff Probst, and, and we had actually something had happened. So I had to eat some crow with Probst, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I saw. I mean, it was. It was on point all right any uh, final thoughts from you jen before we depart i just want to say i am extremely thankful and i enjoyed getting to know everyone and having a lifelong bond and i cannot wait whether it's me playing again or volunteering, because I will be back every year to volunteer, I swear. Um, it's just, um, I, I'm just thankful for the families I've made out of this. Awesome. That's what we love to hear. And if, if you're listening to this episode, and this is something that you want to be a part of, um, applications for season eight are now open. So head on over to <gasps> survivalchallenge.net. Fill out your application. <laughs> Do it. I'm so doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thank you so much for joining me, Jen and Mike. My pleasure. Great to talk thank to you, Jen. You. Yeah, you guys too. And it's such a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to listening to this episode, of course. You guys have I a great love time. You all. <laughs> Bye.